Welcome to the Pro Vocal Artist Podcast with me, Gemma Sugru. This podcast is all about helping singers turn their passion for singing into a way of life. Hey, how's it going? Today we are discussing content marketing, why singers need to do it and how to go about it and why you feel a bit stuck when it comes to content marketing and you may be overthinking it and getting in your head and you may suffer the consistency guilts, which I suffer from. You know, the way we've been like preached at, you must post daily content and it's like, oh no, I can't keep up with that. And you, yeah, can torture yourself. Can I also just say that I have not gone to bed for last night. I just couldn't sleep. I don't know why I was very excited. Literally zero sleeps. So I don't know. This podcast could be a bit trippy, loopy <laughs> as a result of that. However, I really wanted to get this out there and uh, share my thoughts. So yeah, I'm going to share with you my framework that I teach on my Pro Vocal Artist course to basically help eliminate that level of overwhelm with all of the different decisions you need to make about how often do I post on what platforms do I go with reels or shorts or TikTok which ones which hashtags um you know how do hashtags work on Instagram versus how do they work on TikTok do I ignore Facebook there are so many people on Facebook I have loads of friends on Facebook what about YouTube oh my god should I make YouTube videos I can't video edit should I have a podcast like let's just get some clarification by taking a nice zoom out. So we're going to do that and I'm going to give you a framework for choosing a platform, choosing a frequency um, and the reasoning behind those choices. And then I'd also like to give you kind of like a mindset shifter, if there can be a mindset shifter. Yes, there can be. I would like to invite you to stop hiding and the opposite of you hiding on social media, like not ready to post, not feeling like you want to show up or show off or get attention or perform um, and pose. The opposite of, of hiding is actually practicing. So stop hiding and start practicing because you actually don't need it to be this big ta-da. It just needs to be, you just need to get on with it. And I need you to let go of, even if you want to, you can switch off people being able to view how many likes a post got. So if you feel that kind of performance anxiety about, well, a post has really got a hit, especially if I haven't shown up on my social media for ages, I've got to really have a good post. Um, Maybe you want to switch off the likes. I just need you to get back in the, game and put something up so that you can start getting some data some feedback some um kind of flex the muscle again every day is a day to practice posting on social media also nobody cares nobody's going to think oh look that singer has posted for the first time in months and I can't believe my eyes the production value of the content is just not what I would expect to see from someone who has spent so much time away from social media how rude like they're not going to think that you know and oftentimes I have this ridiculous thought because I'm a total egomaniac that everybody's going to notice that I haven't posted in ages nobody cares nobody cares I thought they cared see today is going to be a crazy podcast but yeah, and good content may not be what you 
think. So sometimes I actually think the overly manicured and super curated Instagram wall um, is as bad as like a random blurry bunch of grainy videos with crappy sound that are all like hashtags and no caption. A little prompt or a mantra I keep in mind when I'm posting content just to keep myself honest and on track is I ask myself the question, is this value or validation? So am I posting this to offer value to people and do I think it is going to be of value to other people when they see it and when they watch it or when they read it? Or am I seeking validation? Am I trying to take validation? Am I looking to find out is it okay that I'm definitely, you know, doing this as a career? Yeah, everybody thinks this is a good idea. Yeah, okay, thumbs up all around. All right. You know, like we can, especially with singing, we can be posting our videos and, and needing people to like it and, and validate us and confirm that we're doing the right thing with our lives. You've got to really flip the Nar flip the narrative on that and think about every piece of content you make as adding value to people's lives. So let's pretend you've conceded now to getting on with business in 2022 and you're like, right, building a good quality platform on my social media channels is going to be an objective this year and it's going to be important for me to showcase and platform my music and add value to other people's lives with my artistry and what I do. And I think even more important than that is you're going to be building your community and I'm swapping fan base for the word community now um, and I'm not just trying to be like gimmicky. I'm, I really think it's an important switch of language there because community to me is much more activated is more kind of involved or has more equality with the artist it kind of takes the artist down off the pedestal which I think was maybe potentially uncomfortable for the artist and and raises up the people who are part of your journey and part of what you're doing they almost they can become decision makers they can become um, shareholders you can get them involved in what you're doing as much as, as you like. I mean, I think the potential for what can happen in Web3 with NFTs and all that, we're not getting into that today, but like it's going that way. And so you want to build a community. So I'm all about keeping things simple and being selective. I feel like we are all lim limitless, but we must be selective um, and working smart, as smart as we possibly can. So this framework is here to save the day in terms of getting us to those objectives. Um, and I do, because we need those kind of um, approaches, we need that to be our mission, to be simple, selective and smart, because I do think you need to post across many platforms and that can send you into a bit of a head spin. Uh, also, I want to ruin things for you right away and let you know that this plan does not include a scheduler like Hootsuite or later. I think the posting part is the easiest part. It's the coming up with the content and the caption and the hook and the hashtags and the will I do a video or will I do a post or what day will I post it and what time will I post it and all of those decisions. That's the bit that's the work. So there's no point um bothering yourself with a fancy scheduler unless you're running social media accounts for multiple brands I don't think it makes sense but yeah there are three categories that I want you to post within I want you to have some platform that is able to introduce you as an artist to new people and that can be Instagram reels 
if you look at the reach that a reel gets versus a post, it's quite different. The reels are showing you to a lot of new people. Your posts, just a standard post is showing you to some of your followers. Um, a TikTok, if it's good enough and if you if you thumb stop them in the first second is going to reach lots and lots and lots of people potentially and uh, the algorithm is quite uh, wonderful and and punishing at, at the same time um so it can really work out or you can die a death so tiktok youtube if you're willing to do a weekly long form video and show up for maybe about 40 or 50 weeks in a row, I think you can have a massive return on your investment of time in there. Um, YouTube Shorts uh, work similarly to Reels and TikTok. You could write a blog uh, and if you're good at SEO, search engine optimization, and you're able to pop up with the right kind of answer to a problem or the right kind of interesting slant or poem or whatever it is that you may want to put in a blog, to somebody's google search then you can be found um a podcast can do this too and and of course i think another strategy is to appear as a guest on anybody else's like blog podcast youtube channel etc so my intro platform of choice is tiktok um and then i would repurpose stuff on reels and then on shorts but i would teach on my program how to use and manage um a a TikTok presence and TikTok content. Um, and so I need to, yeah, there's a good uh, tongue twister. Can I, can I do it right now? TikTok, tickety talk, tickety talk, tickety talk, tickety talk. Oh my goodness. I really am tired. Um, so yeah, that's the first port of call. Then that needs to move them into a nurture platform so this is where people get to know you better learn how to trust you learn how to like you learn how to maybe go no she's not for me or he's not for me um learn how to communicate and connect and ask you questions and build a relationship this is like the dating phase of your social media interaction with somebody new online and so um for nurturing for me personally I love Instagram stories I think um, I pick up my phone to post on Instagram stories in a really knee-jerk kind of way sometimes I don't post what I've just recorded because it might be I don't know maybe a bit political or a bit off topic and I'm like nobody needs to hear that or maybe it might be a bit negative and complainy and I, I don't like when I'm like that I'm not very often like that, but I would, you know, wouldn't be going raining on people's parades with that stuff. But what I'm trying to say is that I'm really natural and real. And I almost feel like I'm in Big Brother and I'm in the diary room when I'm on my Instagram stories. And I feel like that allows me to connect with people really authentically. And I almost imagine like I'm on FaceTime with a friend when I'm talking on Instagram stories. It's it's so weird. It, it's gone past the point of like there are things I say on Instagram stories that I wouldn't even say to a close friend sometimes. And then I post it like, oh my God. And Instagram stories, the way it's working at the moment, you can, it could be like triple or quadruple the views you normally have all of a sudden one day and you're like oh my god I've just revealed something really personal there and and that could have been the the first time somebody stumbled upon me anyway I love stories I love connecting with people there and that's my nurture platform and what I try to do is like 
get people to send me direct messages. I like to voice memo back and forth with people on direct messages. And this is how I build my community and nurture my community and make people feel like if I do have something to offer, if I do have something to sell, I only have my program and very few people, well, some people are the perfect fit for it and many are not. Um, so I'm not under, I don't know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm able, it's given me a lot of freedom not to have to feel like I'm selling or pushing things all the time, which is so lovely. I just get to spend a lot of time making friends on social media um, through who are interested in what I'm passionate about. Um, and then that trickles into potentially somebody buying my program. Um, but it's it's not the be all and end all. My North Star is community. So, yeah, but you can you can use Instagram stories. You can use posts. I think those sliders I used to put up before were quite good um, where I would, you know, basically break down with like a little readable blog on my Instagram store, on my Instagram wall. A life is great. A life is super natural and real and um, DMs. I was saying the DMs. And of course, this podcast, I find like a podcast is I'm, I love listening to podcasts, uh, especially ones that are kind of meandering like this one is right now. <laughs> yeah, this is something I'm going for. Um, but like I listen to Catherine Ryan uh, telling everyone everything. I think she's absolutely class. And I just, you know, she is hilarious. You're literally like listening to and yeah, obviously she's hilarious because she's a comedian, but as in how she approaches her podcast, it's like listening to your friend's what, you know, long meandering uh, WhatsApp voice memo that went on for 13 minutes. And at the end, they're like, oh, my God, girl, I'm after leaving you a podcast. That's what Catherine Ryan's uh, telling everyone everything is like. And I love it. I actually feel I put her on a, before I go to bed. I think she posts on Wednesday evenings and it's just like a really funny friend is chatting to you. Yeah, I know. I need to get some new friends. <laughs> <laughs> I do have friends but uh yeah Catherine Ryan is just my um pretend friend like I know a lot of people on online that offer similar content to me but I I feel like and I want you to think about this in this way as well because you're probably thinking oh my god but there's so many artists who you know put up this cover of this particular song and there's just so many better versions of that song up already but nobody's going to do the version that you do in the way that you do it in the in the personality style that you do it with your artistic identity um and you know the way you like to go to you're like excited when your favorite artist does a particular cover and you're like oh I can't wait to hear what they do there's already so you have this lovely um what do they call it? It's called the bliss point, that that perfect balance of sweet and savory. So the sweet being, you know, you know, the artist, you're familiar. There's a bit of um, reliability there in terms of like you can you can kind of count on being happy with what you hear. You're like, yeah, this. But then there's that element of surprise. But what is it going to sound like when they cover this song? And you can offer that to your fans as well. So they're going to just because everybody else has covered a particular song does not mean that everybody who likes you wouldn't adore to hear you sing that song um, and I think in the same way about what I'm offering in terms of like education I know there are lots of other vocal coaches who are fantastic who have already said everything that I'm about to say so articulately but I'm going to say it my way and I know that people are used to my way of delivering it and they like my way of delivering it and they like to hear that so I'm like cool 
Um, so that brings me to building the community, which is the final step as far as content creation is concerned. Of course, you will want to convert a member of your community into like a loyal fan who spends money on your merchandise, attends your shows. Um, so, but the reason why I've left that conversion part out is because I want you to treat the most, I want you to treat building your community as the most important outcome. And then the, whatever happens after that is going to be you know, gravy and, and it's inevitable if you are good at building a community. So I think it's an important shift as a creator psychologically. So followers can feel it if you're looking for something from them. And no, I don't want you to get like friends, friend zoned either. That can happen. You know, if you're constantly training people into thinking like everything from you is free, um, they, they, you can get into trouble especially if it's your business but I think as an artist you can get into trouble also you want people to support you and come to see your shows without you having to go guys please 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 pre-save my thing please like begging in the direct messages it should just feel natural so you've got to kind of play that right and don't get friend zoned um I, like I do want to sign up singers who are a good fit for my program for example but I trust that leads naturally from me building a really good community where they feel like, oh my God, she has just served me with so much good. Imagine if I actually paid money to work with her. So how do you build a community? What does a community for an artist look like? Someone becomes a member of my community as soon as they sign up for something with me. So in, that's, in my eyes, that's what kind of I mean, I kind of loosely imagine that people who watch my Instagram stories regularly and would direct message me are part of my community. But I think a better definition is probably somebody who signs up with an email, joins a group. So they may join a, a WhatsApp group, a Telegram group, a Discord group, a Facebook community, or they may join a, a mailing list. That means they're super in the gang and we want to really take care of those people. Um... I think this is really important for you to build uh, and I know it might seem intimidating and like what the hell will I say on my mailing if I have a mailing list what will I even say and you don't have to have a release ready you can just give value share the song that you're working on at the moment share your process share the ups and downs of being an artist share your stories share your vision your mission share a new cover there is so much you can share and there's so much value and there's so much joy you could be bringing into somebody's life every week with your newsletter or with your articles or with your new covers or whatever you want to do that imagine you're just Maybe you're spending the next month or two just sending out emails that are a bit of fun and a bit of news and a bit of information and a bit of creativity. And then all of a sudden you go, hey, I've just booked a last minute support slot um, and I've got some free production passes. First three emails that come back to me about this, I'll give you the, the tickets. And everyone's like, oh my God, that's so exciting. And also, what about when you do have to announce a show and maybe potentially it's last minute, when you post on Instagram, you're not guaranteed that everybody's going to read that or see that. Um, so having your control over your own platform, your own media source is going to be really important. And you can do that with groups and with uh, mailing lists. So that's the framework. You need an introductory platform. You need some way of nurturing those people who feel like, 
I liked her. I'm going to give her a like. I might give her a follow. How are you going to build a relationship with them? And then how is that going to blossom into them becoming a member of your community? Um, and then how is that member of your community then going to continue to support you by coming to shows, buying records, etc., etc.? The last piece of advice I want to leave with you or kind of like a mindset shift I want to leave with you today is let go. And I think that this is one of the main stumbling blocks for every single person when it comes to content creation. We have, it's very scary to let go, isn't it? So think about things like, I want you to let go of the aesthetic of your Instagram wall because we all think that labels are going to be in any minute and they're going to look at the wall and go, oh my God, she doesn't look cool enough um, or he doesn't look cool enough or, or whoever it is. Um, so let go of the aesthetic on your Instagram wall. Now, it, it, you can totally have a gorgeous looking wall. That's absolutely fine. But just if it's slowing you down, know that it's actually less important than you think it is. The second thing I want you to let go of is your guilt about not posting frequently enough. I do think it's important to build in some kind of a rhythm into your posting, right? But really decide on the frequency, make a proper decision about that and commit to something that you can do even on your worst week. So even if you're just like, my baseline is I post something every Monday and every Friday and that's it. And I keep it simple and I keep it to things that I like posting and that are easy for me to post, right? So do that. Do not give yourself like ridiculous expectations of posting um, a really amazing cover every single day and then you get like performance anxiety from your own goal and you have you end up feeling guilty about it and guilt then turns into the thing that's actually draining you more than anything else which just happens to me a lot and I know it happens to singers that I work with next thing is to let to, to let go of is let go of your worry that your content isn't cool enough now this may not be the case for some people like me who are over 30 so over 30 right now um trying to be cool will slow you down so much being cool is I think this is me with my old eyes on now but like I think it's being generic in disguise and I think it's such a roadblock I can I can see singers really struggle kind of grapple with it going like I know what I need to look like super hip and make sure I'm like in with this particular vibe and look and crowd and style and all of that and that's actually kind of slowing the whole process down and even if you're um you know purposely being weird like I'm not cool I'm not trying to fit in this is also you being cool you're being cool weird <laughs> if you're in your 20s other 20 year olds won't notice this too much won't pick up on it but us 30 year olds and above um we can see you hiding <laughs> because we were you um but uh, however actually you're probably not even flexing for us we're oh my god I'm irrelevant it's literally my, my worst fear in life. I'm actually relevant. You're not even doing it for, for me anyway. So why do I even analyze it? But I would worry that it slows you down. And I think if you could just let your own thing and yourself and your own ways flow a little bit more and notice if you're trying to fit a certain mold. And I know you might feel like you're really being unique, but 
take a good hard look at it and go hang on a second is this really definitely fluid and me next is let go of trying to control how others perceive you I know you might know this already but it can be this unconscious thing that's running in the background all the time and I want you to confront it if you need to confront it so always keep in mind you'll never know what anyone actually really thinks about you even if they were like if I'm being honest if I could give you my honest opinion they're not nobody's like you know you know the things that you think about other people that you will never tell anyone right until we get microchipped and you force someone to project their thoughts about you onto the nearest wall you will never know what they really think about you and you definitely can't control it you can't control what somebody else thinks about you so just let go of it give up this losing battle game over and spoiler alert some people just don't rate you I think people who don't rate me have really bad taste so you know whatever (laughs) but check check yourself like find out if you are hanging on to that if you are posting and going oh god I hope this comes across well to these people because I really want to get in with them I really want them to produce me next time I really blah 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 blah. just let go of that it's slowing you down it's not serving you and you're better off just like plowing on as you are (laughs) of course we want to remember showing up serving value being authentic and not looking for validation that's always going to be a good port of call um but just don't get slowed down by all of these things that you're trying to control that you can't control I also hear you thinking but hang on Gemma like what about the the real character type artists who are very different on stage and off stage think Beyonce think Freddie Mercury think David Bowie think Prince I think if your brand at that point of time point in time of your career is like space cowboy chic (laughs) go for it like once space cowboy chic feels more naked to you then it does protective once you're not hiding behind it once you're not actually using it as a shield or using it as a way to blend in or be accepted by a group or a certain um yeah producer or peers or whatever that it's actually you being as open and authentic as possible and you taking an art you know making an artistic choice taking a risk being brave um and being authentic then oh my god a hundred percent go for that and follow that I just don't want you to hide within anything um that you think is going to be the the coolest most comes across as the most edgy thing um follow your own flow as a person and you do need to check in with it because it's very hard to see the wood from the trees okay so I just want to give you a heads up about checking in with it and being brave to not kind of fall in with that yes I did it that's what I wanted to share with you I wanted to share with you the framework which is introduce yourself find a platform to introduce yourself find a platform to nurture and find a platform to build a community and then the last thing that I wanted to share with you was if there's something that needs to be let go check it every time you're feeling blocked about anything even beyond content creation ask yourself the question do I need to let go of something here Is there something I'm holding on to and trying to control that I can't even control really? Um, And you can also ask yourself that handy question. Am I doing this for value or for validation? Is this a a value action or is this me looking for validation? And I don't think, I think they're going to be really good 
um, navigational navigational tools for you so thanks for listening all the way to the end i'm you know what i feel like i feel like i have been at a a fab sleepover and i'm 12 again i'm that kind of like tired yappy version of myself so thank you so much for listening i will see you in the next talk to you in the next episode bye